Black Box Radio. We're a media platform illustrating black excellence. You already know. We out here. Hey. Black Box Radio. Boxer. Boxer. Black Box Radio. Boxer. Black Box Radio, Queen of Bees in the house. G Forte. We have in studio today Ayana Von Hendricks. She is coming to the family to talk about Kwanzaa, the African American traditional Christmas celebration. And she actually is having an event on Saturday, December 28th at the UB Blake Center for Cultural Arts. That's on Howard Street, right, Miss Ayana? What's the yes. address? 847 North Howard Street. So 847 North Howard Street. And what do you have planned for the people? Um, the traditional marketplace okay. that will be on the first floor. So as people come in and register and sign in, they'll okay. be able to shop for an hour from three to four. And then Beautiful. the presentations will start at four on the second floor. Okay. And then <clears throat> on the third floor in the arts and craft um, studio that mm-hmm. they have, it'll be a, a kids corner. I thought that's where the children must yes. be. Okay. For them to do some arts and crafts. So they can be engaged. Yes. Okay, so the performances, you know, we all want to, that's all we want to know about. And now the different performances. Yeah, what, so you got, what you got planned for the people? We have um, some liturgical dancing. We have some mm. modern. Mm. Um, one of the... Liturgical dancing, can you yeah, describe that? You know, you know, the Africans, we need to know what that okay, is. Okay, so liturgical dancing is dancing, I guess, to like gospel music. Oh. Right, it's like interpretive dance. Yeah. With, yeah. Oh, so so they, uh, they dance to like a gospel song? song oh, yeah, man. So, Are they going to, y'all going to have to... Because a lot of times there's a mime going on with that. Yeah, with the face I don't know. Like, we have some friends that do the mime praising, but the particular groups that we have are Stephanie Powell, who has, um, what is her group called? Uh, Baltimore Tech. Baltimore Tech. And they're mime? No. They're just rhetorical. What's it called? Um, I think it's liturgical. She does ballet tap point. Oh, wow. But she's going to do, her kids are going to do a liturgical piece. Oh, beautiful. Um, UB Blake has an uh, in-house ballet school called Rainfall. Sharena uh, is the instructor. Beautiful. I think her last name is Rose. And it's called Rainfall? Mm-hmm. Okay, and these are ch- all children? Yes. Excellent. She, um, Her group is doing, I think, hip-hop and a ballet piece as well. Mm. Um, uh drum tech and children's dance class is going to do a piece. Sounds like you guys having a lot of entertainment. We do. We have friends and family that are in the DMV in Pennsylvania group we have a group in Pennsylvania that's coming down so we're saying about five to six performances yeah we're gonna be like two hours that's beautiful we'll have um Baba Melvin deal pour my libation in the beginning that's nice so is there any fee for this um event so it's all free it's all free family you know what free means Free. They, so you gonna give them some chicken salad? No, we have vendors. <laughs> <laughs> we you have know black folks want some free foods, y'all. We have different vendors. vendors we do okay. have a baked good vendor. Oh, we have excellent. some jewelry vendors. We have some clothing so vendors. So that would be part of the marketplace. Yes. Got so it. you can do all your shopping an hour before and then an hour after okay. the presentation. So you guys, you're gonna eat. <clears throat> if you wanna eat, 
That's part of the vending. That's part of the marketplace. Yes, but you're going to get them for free. You're getting them for free. And you're going to get a performance. It. Yes, performance from a up. plethora of different groups. Yes. And then you can go to the African marketplace and have a good time, spend your cash. Yes. You know? So that sounds good. Sounds like a real something y'all really doing over there. Yes. So um, how long have you been involved with UB Black? Yes. We've been in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Who's we? My sister, brother, and I's dance company, Curlehi. Okay, tell us who that is. There's a lot of the family don't know what Curlehi is. Curlehi African Dance Company is a family-based um, dance company here in Baltimore. It started with my brother, sister, and I. Okay, and we've been at the UB Blake for ten years. Beautiful. So, um, when you say you've been there, what what do you mean? You running programming re- there, or yes, okay. our resident. We're residents there at the UB Blake. Our program is one of their programs there. So you're a resident program at the UB Blake for dance. African dance African and drama. Yes. Exactly. And so how does that work? Do you have classes? We have classes, um, adult classes on Tuesdays, 730 to 9, okay. and then on Saturdays, 530 to 7. But we offer children dance and drum classes as well on Saturdays, 330 to 430. So children are 330 to 430. Yes. So if the family wanted to be a part of something like that, what would they pay? I mean, like, how does it oh, work? Okay, so for the adults, mm-hmm. we offer um, a 10-pack class card. Okay. And then the children are on monthly tuition. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's excellent. So children have a chance to come every Saturday. Yes. Learn African technique and African dance. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it's very entertaining. I know they love it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's immediately the adults. Right. Yes. So you on have, a Saturday. On a Saturday, you have yes. your adult class. Yes. But you have also have another class on Tuesday. Yes. Why? And as, does that class include drumming? Yes, live drumming. So the live drums is the is the actual music. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you can go there and it's almost exercise too. It is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And the name of that again for the people? Karhalehi African Dance Company. And how do how do they get in touch with that? Get in touch um, with you guys. What's your handles? Uh Karhalehi. African no Curhalehi Incorporation on Instagram. Instagram okay. Um it's on Facebook the same way. Okay. Um you can Do you get, have a webby or yes. Okay. It is www.curhalehi.org. Mm-hmm. org. Okay. And um is there a number, a resident number for Yes. Curhalehi? Um the number is four four three two five zero one nine eight five. One nine eight five. Okay. So that is how you got affiliate with UB. That's yes. how that all came about. Mm-hmm. So you guys have been there for 10. So you're very acclimated with the UB Blake, of course, because yes. you've been there for 10 years. Yes. So were you tapped to do this uh, Kwanzaa program? Have you done this before? Is this something this new? How be, do you feel? Oh my gosh. I'm so, <laughs> not, I'm not overwhelmed at all because the whole programming thing, that's my thing. Like when we do our um, annual showcase and conferences, mm-hmm. like that's my thing. I put it all together. So I like the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. type of stuff. So when um, Derek Price, whom is the chairman of the board, Uh said, hey, let's do Kwanzaa. What do you guys want to do? And I was just like, really? He's like, yeah. He said, I'm Mm -hmm. doing whatever you're doing. So he had no plan. He just came to you. And and said, what would you like to do for Kwanzaa? Well, he he trusts you, sis. Because you can have some strippers and some... (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm excited. I'm that, excited. I know you are. Wow. Amazing. So, um, okay. Do they usually have a Kwanzaa? We have, and we've participated in it. Like we were one of the acts. We, um, they've done it a few years ago. Okay. And then but you they, guys didn't organize it. No. Okay. We you just, just was a asked, part. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is my first. Organizational. Of the Kwanzaa. And I was just like. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> and, and so he's like, yeah, I'm doing whatever you're doing. And I was just like, okay. So, wow. so, so this is your inception. This is, yes. Okay. How's it coming together? It's coming together nicely. Ooh. I'm really um, impressed with the, um, with folk wanting to participate. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, I was like, well, how do you want to do it? So he was just like, however you want to do it. So I was just like, okay. So I said, well, let's do Saturday because, you know, folk have winter break holidays. They go on sure. vacation. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let's do Saturday and then let's do it in the middle of the day. So it gives folk that whomever may have partied from Friday need to sleep in a little bit, <laughs> but then give them enough time. So if we, cause it's inc- the holiday time, you know, exactly. people are turning up. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just like, if we have it at four, I'm not monopolizing everybody's time. It exactly. gives them a chance to do something with the kids. Because that's the Saturday before Christmas. Well, Even that, though it's Kwanzaa. It's, no, it's the Saturday, Saturday after, before New Year. Right. Yeah, that's the Saturday before New Year. Pardon right. me. Yeah, because this is Saturday the 28th. Mm-hmm. So this is after Christmas. And, it's, you know, that's a real hot time now. In between that New Year and that Christmas time, people are all off. Yes. You know, a lot of people not work, especially that Saturday. Nobody's working. Exactly. So, wow. So you just, and then you, so you're doing the day though. You're not. Yeah, I'm okay. doing it midday. Midday. So that it gives you a chance to bring your kids, let mm-hmm. them participate in being the kids corner, mm-hmm. tire them out, do a little shopping. Mm-hmm. Cause I know some folk don't really, you know, do the Christmas. It's like, no, I'm just Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. No judgment here, because like I said, I'm the Muslim auntie with a 15 foot Christmas tree. And my, because my my nieces and nephews aren't Muslim. It's just my what son a and contradiction, I. Contradiction, folk. It is, <laughs> but it's all good. It's all right, good. right, right. So mm-hmm. it's like you know. So I was just like, then if it stops at six thirty, mm-hmm. like six, and then you give folk another hour to shop, sure, they can pick up whatever Kwanzaa gifts they might need to pick up, sure. Get the kids home and then do the adult things. Because number one, there's no really place to go get items, Mm -hmm. you know, for Kwanzaa. I mean, that is a black family. It's a black celebration, Mm -hmm. African-American celebration of the holidays, of Christmas. What it it is, right? It's yeah, more or less. More or less. That's what it was. So there's not a lot of stores out there having options. Right. So to have a marketplace, Mm -hmm. let's get people... And get gifts. They can probably get things that they would not normally see in the store. Right. So that's a good thing. And it's free. Mm-hmm. It's free. To, it's free to get in, guys. It's free, yes. It's free to get in. So I don't know. Maybe we want to talk a little bit about Kwanzaa. Of course. We're going to talk point. about Kwanzaa. Because, um, yeah, that. So the 28th is when the event is. is. And it's the mm-hmm. third day. It's the third day. Kwanzaa is Thursday, December 26th through Wednesday, January 1st. Yes. So that's every year. Yes. Okay, so Kwanzaa. It's always seven days of Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. And it's the African-American celebration of life. Yes. Amazing. Okay, so there's, you know, there's seven principles. Mm-hmm. Umoja. Kuji. Kuji Chakalia. Ah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, sis. 
Ujima. Ujima. And that's the day that we're having ours. So that's the day e. you're having yours. And then Ujama. Nia. Nia, which is purpose, purpose. in my middle name. Okay. You knew that. Yeah. Kumba. And Amani. Yes. So if you, you are doing yours on Ujima, does it have a... is that Collectiveness. Collectiveness. So is that something that you're going to... Um... I purposefully did because that okay. was when I went out to all of my... And I reached out to all of my dance family and friends and asked them to come and be a part of. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we get caught up on the, the politics of African dancing and drumming. Oh, there's politics. Of course, politics. <laughs> yes. I didn't know. I thought you were just dancing and loving, loving African music. We do, but you know, sometimes there's it some can. competition going yes. on. Of course, anytime it's people, it's politics. That's true. That's that true. Is, That's true. I think it's. I think it's important too. You said this collectiveness is mm-hmm. Ujima. We should. We should say what each of those mean. I think. Yes. Because we just kind of listed the. Because we are doing information, so Yamoja means unity. That's the first day. Mm-hmm. And you got to say the second one. Kuji Chakalia. <laughs> yeah, that's self-determination. Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Yes. Ujima. Um, cooperative economics. Nia. Purpose. Kumba. Creativity. And Amani. Faith. So those are the seven principles of Kwanzaa. We yes. need to learn those seven principles. And it's actually good for us as people. You so, know, yeah, un- unity, self-determination, Collective work. Mm-hmm. We definitely, a people is not great without economics. Nope. So you got cooperative economics. That's where the African marketplace comes in. Yes. Nia is purpose. As as a people, we got to have be purposeful. Mm-hmm. And we are the most creative beings on earth. Yes, we let's, are. Let's be clear. And then faith. We got to have faith living up in this piece. I know. <laughs> living in the U.S., you better have some faith. You got to. You know, so all of these principles, <laughs> I think we use all the time. Yeah. You know, there's not really something that is new. What I do like about it is it it kind of, it feels black. Mm-hmm. Like Christmas, you know, you talk about Santa Claus. I know. And then the first thing they say is, you know, he's going to come down your chimney. In the projects. There is no chimney. <laughs> real talk. So who made that song? I know. Like, you know, who made that thought? Because ain't no, <laughs> ain't no chimney. Is it a chimney project? typically no no. so so i don't know if the application of christmas was really for us right right and and i think too a lot of times people will um they'll minimize kwanzaa one because it's newer Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying there's people and it's blacker well it's people it's been around (laughs) Uh, see how long it's there's people around. alive who were alive before it started. Right. <laughs> you true. know what I mean? Right. So it doesn't have the benefit of like passing from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. You know, it was introduced in 1966. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So the newer stories don't have the same credibility culturally. So you have to keep reinforcing mm-hmm. that tradition mm-hmm. um, and kind of kind of spreading it. So how long have you been celebrating Kwanzaa? What's your earliest remembrance of celebrating Kwanzaa? This year. <laughs> That's so messy. No, that is real. You messy. already <laughs> family. Pardon me. <laughs> she just started. I'm just. Um, <laughs> when did you like really, really delve yeah. into it and mm-hmm. like teach my kids? Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say the my first Christmas without my mother. And it wasn't oh. that, oh, it wasn't allowed because my parents were the ones that introduced me to African dancing and, and drumming. And sure. I was 13 and wow. I'm 40 now. 
So you've been in this uh, for for a minute for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And then I and so I would say that because you know how you have traditions, mm-hmm. and then you have kids, and then you want to make some of your own traditions. Right. So that's how it comes with the. Muslim auntie with the great big old Christmas tree yeah. in the middle of the floor. Right. That. You do things for children that you would normally do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because so. I know that if you are, um, so I grew, I grew up in North Carolina in, in the South. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, uh, well, one, I mean, it, it was still new when I was a kid. You know, sure. it, mm-hmm. it hadn't really, I, I wasn't aware of it until I was older just because it Me was too. a, it was something that was still newish and spreading, but there are a lot of traditions that are kind of religiously bound because like in my family is a, it was a very Christian religious family mm-hmm. and we didn't really emphasize the, the Santa Claus, that part of Christmas. That right. wasn't sort of, Jesus. Birthday. It, it was, right. Mm-hmm. That yep. was more, that was more of the emphasis. So, but I mean, we did have the gift exchanges sure. and the Christmas tree, but it wasn't, it was about um, Jesus. Right. That, yeah. that was, and that's how it was for me growing up. Cause like I went to private school. I went to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And so we had, sure. we did Christmas mm-hmm. and as we got a little older, it became a little more commercialized. Right. And then as we became teenagers and it got even more commercialized. Mm-hmm. And then as we became young adults, it was like, okay, so we get to start this all over again because my sister and I, we started having our kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So then now that my brother and his wife are having babies, I'm just, and then there, there is no paternal grandparents because both of my mom and my dad are deceased. Oh, wow. I play the paternal grandmother to my nephews that are 18, 19 months and one month old. Oh. Like major doesn't know that I'm auntie major thinks I'm his grandmother and that's how we're going to keep it. Right. That's so cute. that's how, and then my two Nieces, Diara and Diallo, they're not Muslim. So that's why the Christmas tree is mm-hmm. there. So it's like trying to keep all the traditions, make some traditions. Sure. And it's just like. And then they're going to be at the Kwanzaa celebration. So they're right. getting all of it. So they're you, getting this gumbo of, of right. holidays. So mm. would you, I know that faith is one of the pillars, but would you say that overall Kwanzaa is more of a secular cultural thing than a religious thing or how would you how would you describe it i wouldn't i don't think religion has anything to do with kwanzaa really i just Mm-mm. think it's more so of african americans wanting to celebrate each other and and just pouring all your traditions and then reaching back to that african culture and just like okay so let's if we all work together we can get ahead type of mentality because mm-hmm. i think sometimes we overuse that crab in a barrel but it happens mm-hmm. so i just i don't think it's a religious i think it's secular from from reading dr karinga who's who started kwanzaa right he did it because of the com- commercialization of christmas right and that african-americans had nothing to celebrate mm-hmm. because more or less we didn't have much in 1966 yeah. as a group so we needed the basics we needed unity Mm-hmm. You know, we needed a collection. We needed group economics. We needed the things that the seven principles brought to the table. Mm-hmm. So not only was it like a decompression from actual Christmas, it was something for us to be greater people. Mm-hmm. That's what it was for. And I don't think it has anything to do with baby Jesus or anything religious affiliated. I think it has something to do with us being a better people mm-hmm. and for us to have a celebration that more encompasses our growth to grow as a group. 
because you have group, group economics. Christmas is not about it's about you spending your money. <laughs> you know, yep. this is about group. You know, this is about unity of a people. Christmas ain't trying to unite, unite anyone. They're trying to it's commercialized. Yeah, Most and, definitely. And I think one of the interesting things, too, is the commercialization of Christmas is a relatively new thing, too, mm -hmm. because um, even though there might have been some sort of gift exchange that is sort of based on the gifts of brought to Jesus or mm -hmm. whatever, like mm -hmm. there is some gift exchange yes, kind of embedded in the story. Yes. But the, the mass commercialization of Christmas oh, only oh. happened at the birth of mass media. That's true. Yeah, because that's true. there was no way to translate the, that message and to get everyone to act you know, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. it, it was. And also, you know, you got corporate interest. Mm -hmm. Right. So a lot of this is money. Oh, you know, definitely. it's definitely because economically, a lot of the people who participate in Christmas can't afford it. Nope. They do it for the right. mystique. You set yourself back. You set oh yourself gosh. back. And then a lot of people don't pay their bills oh my gosh. for Christmas. Yeah. We got to get out of that. Yep. We need to harvest that money. Yeah. We need to celebrate <clears throat> principles that will make us greater. Mm -hmm. And then maybe put that money in a fund, yeah, or I think put it back the, into the black community, or put it in, or put it in a community so it can at least be in our community. Mm -hmm. We got to find a way to change the way we move. I think most one definitely. Of, most definitely. So I think one of the things too, um, the community aspect of it is critical, just because people tend to not want to be isolated in the way that they move. So True. like, especially young people, like, oh, That's you it. getting presents, you getting that, That's why right. don't I get that? Exactly. So you need to have people around you who are sharing values so that you That is one isolated. problem with Christmas. Is that that is. Every household got the, the kids out there with their new bikes. Right. And so then, you got to get your baby yeah, a bike. That, right. new that sneakers. Is, and that, is true, that is so true because and I won't, and it's I won't, peer pressure. And I won't put it all on the kids because the parents it's the also parents. have the I, ego tied around Oh, most Real definitely. Talk. Most but, definitely. But also television. Did you yeah. see the commercials, how they change at Christmas, before Christmas? Well, remember they when we were the younger, kids. there was no, I mean, there was, I guess, a Black Friday sale. So when did we do Cyber Monday? <sighs> When do we they've start extended. that? That's new. They've extended it. Well, I mean, yeah. that comes with online shopping, so. But that's new, though. But that it is new, right? But that tells you how Christmas is extended and how they keep extended for money. Yeah. Now we got Cyber. Chris, you, you got Black Friday. You got that weekend, Cyber Monday. It's gonna be the whole week towards but Christmas. Remember when you did do your Black Friday shopping and you looked forward to cleaning the kitchen up, going to go take a nap so that you could be in the lines. Because I'm guilty of it. Absolutely. Being in the lines. Because you get some cheap stuff, sis. Right. And you standing in those lines and it was just so much fun to do. Now... They're killing each other. Not only that, <laughs> you can shop Thanksgiving. That's not fun no more. And you can shop online. They've exactly. changed the whole game. It's it's like Amazon. It's, you can go to Amazon, sit home, and just click, 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 click. click, click. click. Yeah. And, so, they, uh, and they bring it to you. So, yeah, I mean, there is a lot with... You know, and that's why they have to keep changing Christmas. I think. What you think? Well, I think there's a lot to critique about the commercialization True. of Christmas. We but, can talk about it over but, and over. But mm -hmm. still, y'all need to run me my presents. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he was saying that for, fam. He wanted stuff. All that being said, still run me my my presents, y'all. No. And guess what? I haven't, I haven't really been big into receiving gifts, and like I've been keeping things really simple for a while because I get, I I get it. I've mm -hmm. you know. I get it. You get it? Yeah. Well, guess what, family? G's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday. So he is going to, he's a Christmas baby. 
He's a, he's a, he's a he's a Christmas baby. So G's birthday is coming up, and Christmas is coming. But Christmas is something, and I haven't celebrated Christmas. Mm. Well, really, my mother. We grew up in a church, the Church of Christ, that doesn't celebrate Christmas. Oh, so wow. we were a different type of family. Oh wow! But when I remember when we were really young, she did. We did have a tree, but she was still in that faith. But we were so young, she acquiesced. But as soon as we got like in our preteens, Christmas was done. You didn't get nothing for Christmas. Wow. And we didn't feel anyway because everybody in the church was that way. It's a big church. Right. Community, community makes all the difference. Community makes all the you, difference. Yeah. As long as you have someone that you connected with that is like you're comparing yourself to the people who you are, who are, around. Who are mm-hmm. around you. So if you have people around you who are having approximately the same experience as you, then you don't feel isolated and like that pressure isn't there, but yeah. And they had and, a big celebration on Christmas. So we would think that we would get, look forward for that celebration. Mm-hmm. And no, we wouldn't get anything. And and here's the, um, mm-hmm. and, and here's the sort of twist to the idea about community, because now what our definition for what we have access to as a community, isn't just what's around us. Mm-hmm. It's the whole world. Yes. Because if you flip through your feed, you <laughs> can find somebody to compare to that can always make you feel like you don't have enough. And it's not just you're not just comparing yourself to your neighbor next door and the people across the street who are probably in the same general situation as you. You comparing yourself to somebody, you know, stunting on the gram or like (laughs) curating a best life ever on Facebook. And you think that they living like this. Why am I? What's what's wrong with my life? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, technology has opened up some stuff. Oh my gosh! So it, it, it's kind of <laughs> yeah, it's kind of um, rewired our sense of what community means. So yes. bringing it back to Kwanzaa, having a a period of time, and I think the timing of it is perfect because at the end of the year, it's like a time of reflection. Mm-hmm. You have an opportunity. A lot of people make resolutions, but you also kind of look back at where you've been. Mm-hmm. So having a way, a, uh, a way to, as a community to like, this is really what, this is really what it's about, what we should be about and informing our goal and our vision for the future with these principles. I think the timing of it is per is, is perfect. Well, Mr. Google says Kwanzaa is not a religious holiday, but a cultural one with an inherent spiritual quality. That's the definition. So I'll take that yep. because we need some inherent spiritualness in our community. And I think that um, as I go forward, I'm going to really get more into Kwanzaa and like, because those principles are amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Christmas is not my thing. I don't do nothing. You know, there's Euro stuff because it's always around money. Every holiday is around spending money. Easter. Mm-hmm. And they say Jesus, but it's all about the money. Valentine's Day, you're spending your money. You know, you're going out to buy things. So I don't really get into commercialization, but these principles, the unity and collective economics, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And we need to apply that as a people. And not just once one time a year. I think if we did it every day right, and were a little more conscious of what it is that we're doing, we could sure. get a lot further as a culture and a community. What do you think about a continual marketplace? You know, because when I see, you know, a lot of our vendors, they're going to, you know, to the flea market and, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're so spread out. You you might go to the flea market, you get one African really person selling African stuff or you get two or three. Then you go to this. There might be one. Then you have a few stores around Baltimore. But there's is there a continual place where we can get goods that reflect 
who we are. Like everyone's place, you know, got place. Everyone's place. place yeah, and, but these um, different. Some of the things I see, like at an African marketplace, when I came to you guys, I don't normally see that stuff. Well, I try whenever we're having anything. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's like open house registration, community appreciation. Um, our conference, I always try to incorporate a marketplace. So you always have a marketplace. Yeah. When Ooh. I And I try to keep my same vendors. Okay. And then sometimes my regulars might can't. So then I'll reach out to the community. Sure, sure. So, um, like, I just always try to have that collectiveness. Mm-hmm. And I always tell my vendors, set up, um, have your business cards, um, make your table talk. So it's people a, can access you, you know? You know, and mm-hmm. have a, 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 um, a sheet where they can do, like, mm-hmm. a mailing list. And yep. you have, you know, your new customers' information. And you can always, you know, reach out to them. Hey, I'm having this. I'm mm-hmm. going to be here. You know, you want to come. I'm invite. You know, just mm-hmm. always building a mailing list. I think if we all work together. We can get so much further, but I mean, we sure can. We sure can, because a lot of times I go to these things and I buy these one of a kind, mm-hmm. and I never see it again, which mm-hmm. is good for mm-hmm. me. But you know, I think that it shouldn't be so sparse. That's right. what I'm saying. And for us to have businesses that are viable, right. they have to be able to get rid of goods. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we have something on a nominal basis where people say, "Well, listen, I can go get anything African from here. Boom, boom, boom. I can get my purse. I can get my head wrap." You know what I'm saying? Get my oils because all of that's important. That's what you go to Walmart for. You go for all of that stuff because Walmart got everything and mm-hmm. you walk in, get, get everything from Walmart. So I'm just wondering, is there like a marketplace all the time? And I don't think there is. Not in Baltimore. No. No. Only when there are events. Only when there are events. And okay. when, like I said, whenever we have events, I always try to, to incorporate incorporate that. vendors. Got it. Got it. So UB Blake. The UB Blake is a black-centered mm-hmm. cultural arts center, right? Yes. Um, uh, they do more than just Kwans, I'm sure. They do so many things, like in a community. But a lot of people, you know, I've talked to people who've never heard of it. I know. How can and you not? It's one of the biggest buildings on Howard Street. Mm-hmm. It is the biggest. Mm-hmm. Not the one of it. And it it's, is. it's a known center, but they have not never heard of it. I know. That's shocking. It's, it's shocking and to me. And when I tell people, they're like, well, where is that? I'm like, where is that? They really like, don't know. Yeah. And that tells that, you know, I think a lot of times, and I like, you know, with Black Boxes, we're able to disseminate information. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things that we put out there, people come to me, I never heard of that. Or I never knew that was there. Really? They didn't. They just don't know. They don't even know that there's African dance classes. I know we get a lot of that. We get they, a lot really of that. Don't, they and think ballet and all of that. You're, there's no, there's plenty. You know, and you, you guys aren't the only, you know, and that's fortunate. But people don't know one. In a place with children, because a lot of women, they want to put the kids in ballet, mm-hmm. girl children. They always want to put them in, in that type of dance. Well, see, and I don't have a problem And with I don't that. have, me neither. And my sister and I took ballet, tap, jazz, and modern when we were little. Sure. And I feel like all little girls, I don't care what color you are, should at some point in time. Take dance. Take ballet, wow. tap, as well as African, because African, it, it gives you culture, it gives you... um personality mm. it gives you you know that extra soul. yeah where ballet tap modern gives you poise okay so you need those two to and it's I, a little structure more structure yeah. african dance is, is is very fluid you know it is mm-hmm. where the ballet and t- it's more textbook sure sure where 
there is, I think, like maybe one textbook of African dance and it's sold in everyone's place. Because when I was in college, I took an African dance class on a collegiate level. Really? What college is this, sis? Coppin State University. Yeah. They have a collegiate dance class? I didn't know that. It's amazing. (laughs) <laughs> we getting faces right now I know you y'all, y'all can't, can't see these faces y'all can't see, hear a face so it was it was extremely extremely interesting class I love how you pick your words it was it was it was it was it was interesting and, and you were coming in with some experience I was and the so, professor and I because you had a palette already that's the issue I did and yeah. my professor was like a that. um no she did like not that. she and was think, a well-known ballet and modern teacher ooh, that that was teaching Africa and it was like and I think there's, was, yeah, I think was, that inherently, too good then. <laughs> I think inherently, can we call her out? It's a, Wait a minute, you know we always call people out. Can we call her out? What was her name? Oh, you don't remember no, her that's name. Not, that's, not, that's not necessary. <laughs> Why not? It's only, cause we got to call her out, G. I think that, I think that inherently, um, that's, African dance is an extremely broad term. It is. Because mm-hmm. every tribe and every, every country, every dance. region has mm-hmm. yeah, a, style of that, a style of dance. So Most definitely. It, it's almost like it's too broad of a term to try to put into a class that is is in any way, conf- like, what are you going to choose? Mm-hmm. I feel like you need to be, if you're going to try to teach it, you probably want to be a little bit more specific mm-hmm. um, in what it is that you do. Cause I watch, I watch dance all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I love like tribal dancing. I, I seek it out and I enjoy just watching how different people move. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to, but I hard think when do. someone is teaching it, they're teaching it from, from a vicinity. So if you're teaching African dance, you're teaching a Ghana presentation or a presentation from Senegal mm-hmm. or, you know, it's not like someone, teaching all of African dance Mm because it's impossible. Africa is a huge continent, Mm -hmm. you know, of many countries, Mm -hmm. of many tribes. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very, you cannot teach all of African dance in one class. You would have to have first a a structure from Ghana or some, you know what I mean? So it's coming from that area, that area of Africa. Mm -hmm. And so when you do that though, and you add this textbook Euro thing called ballet, Mm-hmm. And all of these tap, you kind of take the nuance of of the cultural richness of African dance, I think. I think we call it African dance in this country because we really don't have a concept of African dance at all, truthfully, when it comes to the continent. Don't you think, as people, of African Americans, do we have a concept of what African dance is? Other than what we see maybe on television, do we know that what it really is? Well, I think that... I, I mean, I'm asking. It, yeah, I think that... I think that we have sort of an embodied knowledge of it just because it's kind of mirrored on the way that we move. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. It's in so our it energy. Comes out in, mm-hmm. It comes out in just the way that people creatively move. So to say that we don't know what it is, I don't think I would go as far as to say that. I think there's sort of an embodied knowledge and understanding of it that. Yeah, I think our rhythm is African, definitely. You mm-hmm. know, it comes from our melanated skin and how we move, I think so. But I think when when I, when I you say African dance, people say, okay, well, that, where's that from? And what tribe does that? We won't even ask that because we're not, sh- we say. Right. We, we, think, just, we think the opening scene of uh, coming to America. That's African dance. That's what, that's what <laughs> everybody <at> thinks. <laughs> that's African dance. If you only knew how Real many tour. 
weddings, baby showers. Right, that you got to do that whole choreography. And they're like, oh, my aunt is having a 70th birthday. Can y'all do coming to America? Or Wakanda. I'm just like, oh my God, Wakanda's not a real place. (laughs) Like... <laughs> or you could do the um the, the Buster Rhymes video uses Yep uses the coming to America thing. It's a different Exactly because we associate everything with television. But you do There you go, G. <laughs> it's the truth. Though. It's the truth. And so when we accord everything we see on television, whatever someone tells it, it is, that's what we think it is. We're not really sure. Mm-hmm. So I so when we say African dance dance as a whole, we're just talking about movement. Mm-hmm. And whatever you present, we're gonna do it. But I think when you add these other genres of, of dance, it kind of takes away the texture of it. Because I've seen like um, people who do modern mm-hmm. and then they do African dance, they still have that modern yes. and it just don't look as rich. It's, it's so pulled up and so yes, it's like relaxed. It's not fluid. No, it's because it, ballet is rigid. turnout, mm-hmm. tondu, you mm-hmm. know, all the releve. So it's just like, and you're trying to, and it's just like, relax. <laughs> and they're like, but I thought I wasn't like, I think, okay. Because yeah. they learn one way. It's hard to give it, it up. Is. You see a modern dancer doing African, you can see that they're a modern You can still dancer. see the technique. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Definitely. A person who just does African dance, you can tell because mm-hmm. they tears it up. And, they, and they're really, really, I would think, it's almost like they go hard. You know, they, they really go hard. Well, I've seen there's it. A, there's a sense of freedom that it really gets is. trained out of you, I think. That you're in danger of having a freedom trained out of you. Um, so you have, I think, with with any creative work, there is a level where you have to get past that. So mm-hmm. you get to the freedom on the other side of all the training. So you know, you have some people who are completely untrained and they're free, mm-hmm. and then you have the people who are trained. So you can kind of see the training, mm-hmm. and then you have the people who've gone beyond the training, and then there's let they have a little level of freedom. But they're artistically are they there are something special, mm-hmm. like you know, yeah. So you have to kind of move through that phase of, uh, yeah, that level of mastery of it. Mm-hmm. That's true. I've actually had the pleasure um, um, attending you guys' uh, practices. It's amazing, family. Amazing. First of all, the drums. That's that's what it is. The drums gets under into your body. If you, mm-hmm. I, I don't care any color you are, but definitely brown. You can feel it. Those drums mm-hmm. make you move. I don't care who you are. And then you start seeing the the people go across the floor and mm-hmm. and the, and they just keep going. And it's just it's so entertaining. Mm-hmm. It is, and it's just a it's just practice. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. It's just a class, mm-hmm. and it's so entertaining. So I, I know, like when you guys have performances, mm-hmm. it's all of that. It's gotta be because the 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 class is is all of that. It makes you want to dance. Yes. And I'm not even a dancer, but it makes me want to go out there. But I stay on the side. <laughs> I don't not go, but I I really like it. I really really like it. So I I encourage the family to look, you know, to actually think about taking some classes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they are Tuesday, seven thirty to nine. Yes. Go ahead. Tuesday, seven thirty to nine for your adulting class, mm-hmm. and then on Saturdays, three thirty to four thirty for children, mm-hmm. and then five thirty to seven for adults on so- Saturdays. That's at the UB Blake. Yes. Cultural outside. So you guys are on the second floor, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's go back to Kwanzaa. We done danced it out. 
Mm-hmm. So um, you're gonna have the performances, mm-hmm. African marketplace, mm-hmm. uh, any storytelling, anything like that. Um, um our MC mm. is gonna do um a couple of her spoken word pieces. Love that. That's so. excellent. Oh, you got a lot of performances going on. So you have an MC for the actual. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you planning this thing, Miss Ayana? Yes, mm-hmm. I had to. Let them know what I know how to do Mm. and do a little bit of, you know, just give them a little bit before I just like, you know, I want the board of directors to be like, oh, we'll have her, we'll keep letting her do it. Exactly. So that's the goal is to let them, to impress them, but not overstep. Sure. And then I right, always. Because then you got to come back next year. And, like, <laughs> and boom, bam. You know, set the bar. You're like, oh, I done played myself. Because <laughs> I got to beat this next time. Right. And so he's like, so Derek's like, if you don't ask, then you'll never know if you're overstepped. And so it's like, I'll call him. I'll text him throughout the day. He was just like, this is your. I said, well, I don't want to seem like. He said, you're not overstepping. He said, trust me. Mm. If you were overstepping, I would tell you. Great. So tapping, like, on, tapping on toes. Like, <laughs> say beyond. Like, oh. He's giving her the full rock so though. Yeah. Like, He's not giving you no. That's excellent. That so I'm, not, I'm not nervous, but I just want to. You want make, it all to go good. Yes. That's really what it is. Yes. Yeah. When you, you know, when you plan something, you never know how. It's, you can't plan exactly. the outcome. Exactly. You plan it, but not the outcome. Exactly. <clears throat> and I get it. And especially your first. This is your first. My first Kwanzaa. Mm. So I definitely um, made it my business to reach out to everyone mm-hmm. as well as invite everyone mm-hmm. because I wanted, I wanted how are you to, marketing it that's what I wanted um, to ask social media social media of course um, an e-flyer got created okay and so I need a copy a, of that let's put that on the box yes I'll so send we can, it to you yeah so we can um, help you with that marketing because that's important I want people to definitely um, take their mind not actually stop don't I'm not saying stop celebrating Christmas I'm saying mm-hmm. This is more. after Christmas. Yeah, this is yes, after, Christmas. after Christmas. This is, this is be mindful of Kwanzaa and come on out. Right. You know, so and, and it's good for children. It's culturally mm-hmm. um not sensitive, culturally what? relevant. Relevant. Yes. To their culture, to black children. And I mean any child actually. Mm-hmm. But black children it is centered around African Americans, so they can know more of themselves. And it's teaching them a principle. That is a, a blessing in their life, you mm-hmm. know. So I think it's something that the fan, and it's free. It's not a lot of programs I hear that's free. No, I would, um, and that was the thing that we had um, discussed. Okay. Whereas they're going to be a, fee- a, a cover, cover. Mm-hmm. and then because you got all these performances, and he's like, "Well, what do you think?" I said, "Well, let's not do a cover, just mm-hmm. to you know." I said, "This is the first one. Let's see how pe- how the community responds." The reception. Okay. And I wanted to do um, a swag bag where you could, though you might not be able to vend, but you can get a promotion through the swag bag. Like have a small fee for you to put whatever your business is and Mm -hmm. just different samples. Because I do a lot of, um, not outreach, but I do a lot of work with the House of Ruth. And for domestic violence, I'm a domestic violence survivor. So, um, I get a whole nother interview, Miss Ayala. You done brought something out to the table. Wow. So that's beautiful, um, the house of roof. So I do stuff with them. So I always try to get different types of hair and skincare samples. So I'm working on the swag bags now. This is to give to the people that come into the so when 
you know how you have a registration table, you come in, sign, and you can take a bag of stuff. Take a bag, okay. You know, for everybody. That's excellent. If the vendors want to put samples and business cards, and so I don't want to do. Um, I want to do the swag bag this year. Okay, but I don't want to. I just want to see how people, um, react. Not react, but participate. Sure. And then if I get a bigger, um the full responsibility, I mean, response that I'm looking for. Sure. Then maybe do an advertisement type of swag bag for next Kwanzaa. So this is a tester. Yes. I get it. So. It's a pilot. Yeah. All of it's a pilot. So that's a great thing. And you're testing. But, you know, you don't out test the box. You know, you know, right. I gotta, you know, we got to worm myself into it. No, no, no. <laughs> this I, is this is how I do. He he gets on me because I want to be in everybody's stuff. Of course. So but I think that we can do we can do some great things at the Kwanzaa. What you think, G? I thought you want a bougie yep. Kwanzaa, huh? I want bougie Kwanzaa. That's right. We can do some great things and have some good interviews, and it'd be in, very interesting. You because, know what I got to say about it? What? Boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> you always gotta have an interlude <laughs> my nerves. Okay, but really, for real, next year if you do this, we are we definitely would love to um be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And um part of, yeah, and also a part of the run up. I, I I know we're gonna be releasing this ahead of the event, mm-hmm. but um you know, even like early on. I want you promotion. to come earlier. So we can and then come again maybe right before. So because right, sometimes yeah, maybe even like some of the people who are performing, have them come on and talk about what they do. Absolutely. So those are the types of things from a promotional standpoint, you can create multiple um, sort of pieces of collateral that you can and we use can to have clips. The event. And then now you have people who can see something before they come. Like, wow, this right. is gonna be nice. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I want I want Kua Kelly to do a whole little performance right there. <laughs> so yeah. so we could uh, put it on a clip. <laughs> No, that'll be nice. Yeah, that'll be nice. I mean, just just because I think it's so important. You yeah, know, most definitely. Black Box Radio is a community platform. I mean, we are media platform. We definitely are for the community, the black community. So a lot of the black community is not informed about things that are privy to us. And there has to be a platform to get it out. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, we learn a lot through edutainment. That's really mm-hmm. what it is. You being entertained and education at the same time right that's why i got to drop a joke in there every now and then. <laughs> yeah, real talk that's why i got to pick on queen Elizabeth. yeah we got to do <laughs> that because break it up if we was just uh, 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 uh you don't want to hear that you know right. if you weren't so nervous I, i'd come for you a little bit but i feel like you might you might pass out <laughs> she might leave us i'm gonna leave you i'll leave so you we, we leave you alone today but definitely we want the community to be exposed to things that we they won't normally be exposed to i agree it's a lot of people that listen to me like i never heard that before and and that's what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. So if you hear earlier, if we are we run up toward, towards um Kwanzaa, then we get a more of a. I think you get a more response. You doing your marketing, we're helping you market. It's all it's all good, you know. Okay. And then we coming in, put this circular mic on the table. Bam, bam. Right, because when I asked you, I was just like, oh. <laughs> she was like, come to Kwanzaa and have a live show. I'm like, I don't think we can do that. I know it's just like oh, no well, we can do that. So, and that's going to be interesting. I really, I think. And then we can have like little children get on the mic. That's so cute. You can have yeah. them talk and see yeah. how things are. Yeah, because I remember coming to your classes when your niece, Jahan's daughter, because mm-hmm. she's such a great dancer, the younger one. I don't the older, the older one? one or the younger one. The younger one when she was Pootie. a little girl and she Pootie. was yes. Pootie. She was in the children's class. Yep. Now, I, when I came to see y'all just recently, she's in the adult class. How old is she now? 
14. See? And she's a tall young lady. Mm -hmm. So, and she's still dancing. Mm -hmm. And what I love about their classes, um, G, everybody ain't skinty. No. No, black folks is puffy and fluffy. I love it. Because, you know, when people see dancers in ballet, they two pounds and 15 ounces. Mm -hmm. But African (laughs) (laughs) dance. Real talk. Not pounds and ounces. Yeah, I'm giving them pounds and ounces. But when you see African dance, every size... Can dance. Uh, can dance. And mm-hmm. I love it. And usually the bigger girls are the, are the baddest. Oh, don't stop getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Jahan be giving, giving you the business, her sister. Mm-hmm. And you dance. Mm-hmm. So everybody is amazing. And your brother drums. Yep. It's such a family thing. That's oh, what I love. My I remember son when drums. I, yeah, your son drums. I remember mm-hmm. when I first saw you, you guys as a family with your mother and your father. Mm-hmm. And now look how you, and Gore. Yep. It's it's been a it's been a long time that yes. I've been watching y'all dance, and now you have your own. Do you still keep up with um, what's his name? <sighs> Gore. Oh, Babaka. Babaka. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's in California. He's in California. Yeah. Because yes. so are you you guys having anything? What's going on with um, you, like your you said you have like a um convention. Are you guys having anything soon, like for the dance company? Um, yes. So we do uh, Martin Luther King Day. So that's the next. That's February. That's the next one in okay. January. January, actually. Excuse me. Jan- <laughs> January Excuse at me. the American Visionary Arts Museum. And that's a free event that they do. They do all kinds of arts and crafts. Mm. Because it's like What's arts. The name and- of- Where would it be? American. Yeah. What's that? American Visionary, Visionary Arts, arts Museum. Museum. Yeah, it's on on okay. was it Key Highway? Yeah, yeah, it's in Federal, oh, that, with that, all yeah. of those glass Artsy, things. Yep, up yep. <laughs> okay, so that's free, and we do an hour performance there. So we do a scaled down oh, version of what um, we did for the previous July showcase. So we do it there, okay. and then you know Black History Month, we do a bunch of stuff then. Sure, and then we have our annual showcase and conference and that's in july yes and this is year 10 for us year 10 so this is gonna be big yes ah, a decade mm-hmm. that's what i'm talking about okay so black box is gonna be in the house yes it's gonna be black kelly black yes. kelly <laughs> all right <laughs> all right whatever <laughs> so yep that's good so box up we need mm-hmm. to be there so yes I, most definitely yeah, it's that, year that is- 10 we're having it at um Center stage. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. That sounds exciting. Because I was just like, where have you guys been? Like, have you all ever been to center stage? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And that's a, and it's so intimate. That's yes. going to be so nice. And then when I um, met, I think her name is Pillow. She has like purple highlights in her hair. Her name is Pillow. Pillow. Like you lay your head on yes. Pillow? Yes. Wow. Name is what, a, what a beautiful name. And... <laughs> I know it's beautiful for your mom right now. But you need a pillow. <laughs> so she's like, we can make the stage be whatever you want. I was just like, oh, my this God. Is good. That's going to be, I can't, yeah, oh, that's so, going to be nice. Because that's a beautiful stage. It's so intimate. You're right there. Mm-hmm. Those drums are going to tear that spot up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be excellent. Excellent. I've been to center stage a few. I, that's one of the most intimate theaters here. I love it. Love it. So would you say that center stage is intimate? Like how many times? <laughs> Family, not that type of intimate. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know how would you describe center stage. I, I mean, when say? I say intimate, I mean you can really you're really close to the performance. Uh-huh. I know what you mean, but mm-hmm. you said it like seven times. I know <laughs> we can get some synonyms in here or something. <laughs> well, I was just trying to make the people feel how how lovely it is. Because we um last year our show was at Reginald F. Lewis Museum. Oh. And we had it there for two years in a row. And we liked it. It's extremely it's an expansive space um where did you have it upstairs no we had it in the, the main the main okay and um i think it holds like 250 and it's like how you all are sitting that close to me this is the stage so it's really intimate. it is so like if i did like this she like did she just roll high <laughs> It is that. They can see spit come out your mouth. Yes. Oh my goodness. They can feel the spit come out. Yeah. <laughs> they really can. Oh, wow. So it's like. With center stage, I don't think it's that intimate, but that's, no, that's center really stage intimate. Has it gives two, you a little movement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It has two um, auditoriums. One, I think, is like 350. The other one's like 550. Oh. So I'm like, get really, the bag, y'all. So I'm excited. Because I know that's the- not a free event. No. And it shouldn't be. <laughs> Our <laughs> showcase like, no. is not a free event. Okay. Um, the conference, the dance conference is three days. And oh, it's and a three-day conference. Um, it's 4th of July weekend. Oh. It's literally 4th of July weekend. Wow. So last year. Fireworks. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's, yeah, it's the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Because 2020 is a leap year. I celebrated my 40th birthday with the conference this year. So, Miss Ayana. Yes, ma'am. Everybody that comes here has a talent. They do something. You can't dance. So, get it out of it. It got to be something verbal. Something so, verbal? Yeah, you might sing. You might rap. We got some music. You want to hit it? You got some bars for us? No. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Look at her face. I'm such the behind the scene person. I well, do today hair, makeup, you... and lashes. That's what I can do. No talent. No. Spoken words, something you got. Nothing. Because I will pick it out, you. Everybody. You don't have no talent? Uh-uh. You got a lot of talent. <laughs> you got a lot of talent, but just She's not. a dancer. I just don't think I know what my talent is. And if there's okay. some, I can cook a little bit and bake if it's nice and quiet in the house. So the family don't know nothing about your baking skills. So I, I don't think. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. No problem. But what about a spiritual vitamin for the family? Leave something good for the community. Give us a jewel. Last will and testament. I put this up on Facebook the okay. other day. Time together doesn't need to be perfect to be meaningful. Boom. Sounds like um, unity to me. Sounds like a Kwanzaa press principle. Okay. Time together. So let's talk about, this is your last will and testament, but we're going to say one more time when your event is? Saturday, December 28th mm-hmm. at 4 p.m., and the marketplace opens up at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Where would it be? 847 North Howard Street, which is the um, UB Blake Center. Cultural Center. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, family, please come out. It's a free event. Yes, it is. Bring a little bit of your, your coins because they have an African marketplace downstairs. Yes, on the first floor. And the second floor will be what? The second floor will be where all the... Um, performances and programming is going to be mm-hmm. and then on the third floor in the um craft room will be a kids corner where they can do some arts and craft got it so the kids will have a space mm-hmm. the adults will have a little space mm-hmm. and you can spend your money in that place it'll all be very intimate oh no you didn't <laughs> <laughs> so let's celebrate kwanzaa and with ub blake and ayana and this is her first y'all so come on out 
Black Box Radio, right, G? That's it. Yeah, we have Black Box Radio. Listen, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, hit us at blackboxradio at gmail.com. Go ahead and spell it. Um, definitely blackboxradio.com is our webby presence, but we have to spell black box. B-L-A-K, no C. B-O-X-X, two X's, R-A-D-I-O. Black Box Radio, holler at us. Tell us what you need, what you want to talk about. We here. We out here. Peace.